Hello and welcome to episode two of the Bell House Podcast. I'm your host, Josh, a.k.a. Coach B, and today I'm still joined by our good old Coach Sawyer. What is up, people? We got a good one today. Episode two, guys. We made it. Yeah, we made it all the way here. All the way to episode two. Kind of three, but we'll call it No, two. it's still two. Okay. Point five doesn't count. Even though everybody listened, hey, after we made episode one, episode point five went whoosh, Ooh, way up. Man. People listened to Popular. They, they couldn't get enough, so they went back for the half of the show. <laughs> So on today's podcast, we've got a couple of assortment of topics we're going to cover today, but it's going to be a good one, guys. First, so one of the things we're going to be doing when we have guests on the show is some 10 rapid-fire questions, and so we're going to give those to Coach Sawyer. Uh-oh. And he read them, but he forgot what they were. I read them. And like, I wouldn't let him reread them. It was four or five days ago. That <laughs> a lot happened since then. I wouldn't let him reread them because I want the honest, honest answers. All right. So you get three seconds to respond. Whatever your answer is, goes. Can't change it after the fact. All okay. right. Sounds good. Let's do it. Question number one. Favorite workout movement? Uh, thrusters. What is wrong with you? <laughs> a little sick in the head. Sorry. Yes, obviously. Right. Number two. Favorite CrossFit workout? Fran. Man. No, no, I take it back. Murph. Sorry. I just said Fran because it had thrusters in it, but <laughs> I, I enjoy Murph. I look forward to it every year. <laughs> All right. A nickname either parents, family, or friends called you growing up. Furfur. Furfur? Furfur. Where did Furfur come from? Well, my sister called me Furfur. That was my name because she couldn't say Christopher. But then the thing is, is like all the adults in my family started calling me Furfur and it was a little weird, but Fur or Furfur. For a second there, like, I was like, how did we get Furfur? Because I don't call you Christopher, so it didn't occur to me that the rest of the word was there. (laughs) It's hard to say Christopher, apparently. First celebrity crush. Britney Spears. (laughs) Heck Yeah. (laughs) Come on, 90s, baby. Oh you got to go gosh, Britney Spears. I can't, I can't even with you right now. Your favorite junk food? Oh, I don't eat junk food. That's a trick question. Sugar kills. <laughs> sugar kills. Sugar, kills. Sugar, is, sugar causes diabetes. It does. <laughs> favorite thing closest to a junk food? I don't know. Maybe you could put creamer in my coffee. Does that that count? Does not, <laughs> creamer in your it? coffee does not count. Okay, chocolate chip cookies. Okay, we'll take that. But I'm, I'm a real plain guy. Chocolate chip cookies. That's I don't okay. Want all the frills and everything on it. And That's milk. okay. We can't go with creamer in your coffee. <laughs> that is a terrible. Answer. I don't remember the last time I had a chocolate chip cookie, but now now I'm craving one pretty bad. <laughs> all right. Last song you downloaded, or put on your Spotify because I know you don't download songs. Uh. Walk on Water by, I forgot who it is, Breaking Benjamin or Three Days. Grace. I was expecting a Britney Spears song. No, I wish. Now, now that's going to be my next one I yeah. download. Is next time I'm going to ask she's you this question. Music, right? I have no clue, nor she's, do I care. She's back on the scene, I think. Well, <laughs> it's because she ran out of money check, and she had to check come her back. Out. <laughs> my old What's up, Katie? <laughs> one of these days we're going to get you on here too. Yeah. Number seven. What is your biggest fear? Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's? scares the death out of me. I mean, that's a realistic fear. It's a I don't, real fear. You've probably got a lot of common. There's probably a lot of people out there who have that same fear. That is like my all-time fear. Do people in your family have Alzheimer's? Uh, like dementia when they get super old, but not like, I don't know. I just, when did you I'd develop this fear? die than have to deal with all that. When did you develop this fear? Just watching people. I've always been... I like being in my own thoughts and not being able to control that or remember anything would really jack me up. You're not worried about forgetting people, just forgetting what's going on in your own head. Yeah, That's exactly. what you're worried about? Exactly. Like just in the it old flex home. It would be weird to forget my lovely wife. 
but she just poked for those of you who can't see and which is everybody listening she poked her head around the pantry i didn't even know she was still in the kitchen (laughs) (laughs) what are you eating as she's eating junk food that's not junk food that's not sugar oh that's healthy baby bill is that the kind of little wax wrapper yeah oh that stuff's pretty pretty good i'm not gonna lie hey at the wedding this is completely off topic but at the wedding last night yeah on the little table trays yeah there were some like cheese and oil Oh my gosh. They looked like little eggs. Yes. They were good. But it was amazing. We're talking about Seth and Jocelyn, by the way. Jocelyn, one of our members, uh, just got married yesterday. The day we're, we're making this on Sunday. This should post maybe Wednesday. Yeah. But congratulations to those two, by the way. What's the last book you read? Not what are you reading now. What is the last book you fully read? Uh, I forgot. Kingdom Man by Tony Evans. <laughs> it's a good one. Really good one, actually. Oh man, my screen went off again. Oh, number nine. This is this is uh, one of the most important questions I actually wrote down. Uh oh. Should vegetarians slash vegans eat animal crackers? Oh no. Why not? It just seems if you're gonna go full vegan, I mean, unless you're doing it for you're testing out health reasons, why that's why you're going full vegan. Wrong. But if that is the wrong answer, you know what the right answer is? (laughs) You shouldn't eat animal crackers or junk food. Oh. Oh, I should have got that one. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna have to change it because I gave the answer away to everybody. Well, which which animal crackers are we talking about? Are we talking about the ones that are like sprinkled and got all the? Yeah, because that's the only kind. Oh, really? If you're eating if you're eating the plain animal crackers, you're just not all there. <laughs> okay. Like if if I forgot you, about the ones with the sprinkles. You ever watch the Matrix where they have like the blue pill and the red pill? Yeah. If somebody walked up and said, "Chris, I have an uniced animal cracker and I have an iced animal cracker," and you pick the uniced, but it's a healthier option. It's still a cookie. Oh, that's true. It may be healthier, but they're not as good. You're right. This I'm is going to go for it. If, no, I shouldn't say that. Like <laughs> life decisions, you know, life or death, you got Alzheimer's and you're going to forget. Oh, then yeah, I'd eat both. <laughs> I'd eat both. <laughs> All right. This one's not so much a question. Say something in a different accent. Hello, mate. <laughs> no, what accent was that? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, you don't remember. What is it? Australian? Australian. There you go. Sorry. I'm going purely on the <laughs> I was mate. on the spot. I couldn't do it. I got I got I didn't know what to do with my hands at that moment. I just it was kind of stuck there. Got nervous. <laughs> I don't like these rapid fire questions for <laughs> getting me. Well, that was number ten, so Okay. That was it? That, that, but like I said, that, well, so really it's nine rapid fire questions and then say something. <laughs> okay. Well I'm gonna have to make some for you next time. Next time I'm on here. Yeah. I'm the host. You can't ask me questions. <laughs> That's the way it works. I get to, I, I'm the only question asker. I got you. I got you. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed those. We'll have to figure out the animal crack. I'll have to replace that one now because yeah. I gave away the answer. We'll come up with some good ones. But I'll change that one out. But we'll ask those kind of questions to every guest. Get some personal insight, like things of Alzheimer's that you're scared of. Move. Like that is a that's a legit fear for you. Yes, legitly. Man, it scares I, the death out of me. Spiders don't matter. I can eat one. Alzheimer's scares the death out of me. <laughs> I guess I just don't worry about that far into the future. Oh, yeah. Well, that's all I think about. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up thinking about Alzheimer's. Think like, about the future. So, Alzheimer's. well, look at it this way. At least if you got Alzheimer's, you would forget that you had a fear of it. There's truth to that, but at some point you'll, you'll remember. <laughs> at some point it will come remember. back. <laughs> all right. Next up on today's podcast, episode 2.5. <laughs> is the Murph recap. Murph. 
for those of you who were there, it was, you did a one mile run (laughs) and then you did a bunch of pull-ups, push-ups and air squats and you finished with another one mile run or some form of that as a team, unpartitioned, partitioned. If you watched Danny show up, Danny Campbell, I don't know if you watched this, but you were a beast. But if you show up and do your second Murph and do it in less than an hour after you've already done a full unpartitioned with a vest. Yeah, 30 minutes after you did it. I would just die. I would. But <laughs> I don't know about that one. We had Saturday morning. We had a good turnout. We had way more people for the 8 o'clock than I thought we would. Yeah, everybody came up to 8 o'clock. I think we had, we were capped out. We had 18 signed in to the 8 o'clock. And then another 12 or so. And then the poor souls that did it at 10 o'clock when it was hot. It was very hot. <laughs> it was incredibly hot. That's when I did it. And I feel for people like David who had pants on pants on the entire time. And combat, and combat boots, like boots. full dress. Yes. I was sweating and I'd had shorts on and running shoes it was awful i guess i guess you just gotta remember why you're doing it we had a good turnout on saturday and then thanks to debo josh debartelaven i was gonna say i'm gonna butcher the design i'll just say it for you yeah (laughs) and his wife who showed up and cooked two sacks of crawfish and lit my mouth on fire with corn crawfish was amazing it was very good i heard the mushrooms are good i didn't eat any and we had some we threw some hot dogs in the bowl too yeah i didn't eat hot dogs Coach ate hot dog buns and then complained that his stomach hurt. I did. Because he forgets, apparently, that he's somewhat allergic to gluten, I think. I don't think he's aware of it, though. I somehow developed this gluten allergy, I guess. At birth? <laughs> well, over the past, I don't know, six months. He, he, can't have te- he can't have Texas Roadhouse rolls. I can't. They hurt his, they hurt his old tummy tummy. They tum. do hurt my belly. <laughs> I had to sit on the couch in case he's got to rub my belly while I was going to cry. <laughs> So, but we did that, and then I uh, had a good turnout again on Monday. I was not there, but I showed up and did it, did a, another workout after everybody was there and had another good turnout, it looked like. How much how much money were we able to donate to the foundation off the shirt yes, purchases? Yes, we did have, uh, we had the American flag bellhouse shirts that we... Um, I'm repping one right now, but you can't see. repping one right now. Looks good. <laughs> Bless you. Oh, that snuck up out of nowhere. Bless you. <laughs> Didn't even feel that would come in all of my arms. The uh, the American flag shirts that we got that we made for uh, the Bellhouse shirts, we took all of the profits and donated it to the Navy SEAL Foundation. And because you guys and buying all the shirts, we were able to donate $500 to the Navy SEAL Foundation, which is a pretty cool little donation thrown oh. their way. And so hopefully next year we'll, we'll do it even bigger and maybe I'll get them there a little bit sooner <laughs> and we can sell some more shirts, but... But we still have some left. We do have still have some left. So uh, your money still goes to the foundation until we run out of those shirts. Exactly. And exactly. then if we run out of those shirts, I hear we're going to order more. You the money won't go to the foundation at that point. But if you're missing out on this sweet sweet shirt, they are they do look pretty good. I'm like, they do. They, they look really good. good. I've actually I'm not going to lie. I've been wearing this for three days. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, two days because today's Saturday. Or sun- oh man, today is Sunday. Because you know. have two of them, or because no. you washed that one. No, neither. Okay. So I wore it. It's like for short spans. Like we went to the store yesterday, so I repped Bell House with this. And then I went home and took it back off. I like it. There's an hour limit that you can have a shirt on. It's not like how many days can you wear it. Yeah, and like I didn't put it on. You got to wear it over like a 10-hour period, then you got to get a new shirt. So if you do like two hours at a time. Yeah, it's still clean. I like it. I mean, I showered before I put it on. I didn't sweat while I had it on, so it must still be clean. I wore it this morning. 
then came home and changed and went to church and then put it back on to come over here. There you go. And we kind of match. We do He's kinda got match. a gray rogue American shirt on. So the same thing, or it looks the same way? It does. wonder where the inspiration came from. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, so we've been open for two weeks? Yeah. I'm going to ask that as a question because we learned in the last episode that I'm not very good with dates no, you're and not. I'm very off. So okay. two weeks. It's okay. You got beautiful handwriting, but not very good with dates. Yes, we are. Uh, we're back two weeks into this thing uh, after the lockdown of two months. So it's been good. We've um, people coming back. We're put a cap on the classes at 12 people a class and uh, we're washing or wiping down everything. We're scrubbing the floors after every class spraying disinfectant everywhere we just actually bought a new commercial floor scrubber which is pretty darn sweet and uh helps keep that place even even more clean which is kind of crazy to even believe that it can happen but <laughs> i can see my face in the in the floor you know because it's so shiny well i used the floor cleaner and then i got stuck down by the speaker chris had to come get it out because <laughs> i did not turn it quick enough but yeah, like, so Chris touched base on, we, uh, we started capping the classes at 12, which yes, I've been asked multiple times. We did that before, but we were a little bit more lenient depending on what the workout was because we have more than, we have room for more than 12 people, but it has been capped at 12. So make sure you're signing in before class. It's open 72 hours in advance. Yes. So 72 hours in advance. up to 72 hours in advance, you can sign in for the class and then if you need to cancel, uh, make sure you're doing so. Uh, open it up for other people. We have had a couple of days where you know people showed up and it turned out some people had canceled. Um, so really only try to reserve it if you know you're going to be there. And if you need to cancel, make sure you do it You know, pretty good in advance. As no. early as you can. It, just, yeah. it makes sure that there opens up spot for other people that want to show up. Like the other day we had it was, we had us capped out at 12 people. but um, And we had some other people that wanted to join, but they couldn't. They got on the wait list. And then we had some some people that that backed out of it just you know ten minutes before, which I understand things came up. But if you do know that you're uh, that you're gonna have to cancel, just try to do it as early as you can. That way, other people can make make time to go ahead and uh, reserve a spot and get to the class. It helps out. Yeah. So. And then then you know, like Chris touched base on the cleaning stuff. The make sure you're wiping down your plates, your bars, your clips, everything. Everybody's doing a very good job, and I know that I really appreciate when y'all take care of that and mopping up the floor because it is a lot to do between classes when you've got to take care of everything. So for the members that are, which is pretty much everybody, I would everybody's say. Everybody's done a great job of that. Everybody keep that up. Really it's has, it's so. going really well. And then Chris is going to keep mopping the floor so he doesn't show up the next day and I've got the thing stuck in a corner. <laughs> With whatever you call it. A scrubber? What is it called? Bulldog scrubber. A bulldog scrubber. Bulldog. Sounds mean, doesn't it? it is. It's a beautiful sight. It is. And it does clean. Like There were some chalk stains that came up off the floor. It's yeah, it scrubs it very well. Ain't no ain't no corona being left underneath that thing. <laughs> or sweat. I need to find I need to find a name for it. Maybe it's the For the record, there is no corona being left by anybody because nobody has corona coming to the gym. That's right. If you had a slight fear there, if your fear is corona, we don't have that at the gym. <laughs> so on the next topic. So this is a pretty uh pretty uh, important topic to both Chris and I. Um, and we really have been trying to figure out where we could squeeze this into a podcast because we wanted to do it sooner than later. Um, our core values, core values of the gym. Um, I mean, they're not necessarily written up anywhere or 
post it on a wall or anything. I, we've got some shirts that are coming out with it on there, but uh, Chris is really going to go into explanation of what they are and why he chose them. But um, the core values are humble, hungry, and holy. So let's start with humble. Yeah, well, I mean, humble, let's let's go through the whole thing again. I guess uh, humble, hungry, holy. I had a little bit of time, you know, with this whole lockdown to really start thinking of um, kind of where we are, what our values are, what we're going to do going forward. And um, just listening, looking, and just thinking over it, I've, I, we did come up with these three uh, core values that we're just really going to, that we believe that is the center of Bell House and kind of what the, the community that we want to build up around around Bell House. So the first one, yes, is humble. And the, what that is, is not thinking less of yourself, uh, but yourself less. So it's kind of the understanding that we don't have it all figured out, um, being coachable, accepting feedback without taking it as criticism. So that's a big thing. Uh, realizing that we all fall short and we have an overwhelming sense of, uh, of our need to grow. So it's that growth mindset that I want to learn and I don't have it all figured out. Big thing. So the next one is hunger, which we want to have the hardest workers in the room. Wherever they go, any of our members, they go somewhere out in the community, I want them to be the hardest worker in the office or on the job or wherever else because I just want us to exemplify that value. They realize We realize that hard work pays off. We've got perseverance. We realize there's no shortcuts. And we know that there's no such thing as that six-minute abs or... There's no easy way out, easy pill that kind of cures everything. It's you have to learn to to love the process, which we'll talk about in a uh, in a little quote here a little bit later, hopefully. But yeah, you have to learn to love the process. Um, that's where the, the change really happens. It's not about the end goal that you really set. It's just the hunger to just kind of keep moving forward. And uh, like I just think of just brought to mind is uh, the other day we posted Debo ripping his goal. Uh, up that he finally got he, he wrote a goal on the board like right when he got there to the gym he was you know eighth member to the gym or something like that and he wrote a goal on there to fit into an extra large shirt that was his goal he was i forgot what he was maybe a 3x or something like that and he wrote on there extra large shirt i want to lose weight i want to get there and the dude had the hunger to get mm-hmm. it done he, he focused did. on he, his goal he really got tell. it he shows up five days a week he puts in the work he started working on his nutrition, other things, and the dude got there. He has, you, he's got, ki- he's got kids. He works shift work. He got a wife. Got all whole thing. Got all the excuses that everybody ever uses. The dude didn't let it, didn't let it get to him. He got hungry. He got it done, and he ripped up his goal and he started writing another one right after that. I mean, it's always that looking forward to to the next thing. You got to have just a little bit of that kind of discontentment. To uh to just kind of move to keep moving forward because that's the real change makers happen in the community I think happens from that so and the next one is holy so we were built on Christian values I think this whole thing was God pushed it on me to to open this gym just for several several reasons but uh but really for holy to me it says to lead, to live in deep reverence to God to live with a higher purpose so uh, the empowerment to know that we're children of God and that we were made for purpose on purpose. So we're just living out what Jesus said was the most important commandment when he was asked was love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and then love your neighbor as yourself. So we want to build people up. We want a community that builds people up, that loves on each other, the people that call each other at 5 a.m. to try to make sure that they're showing up, that keeps people accountable, that wants the best for everybody else in the community. And we just kind of want to be a light for everybody around us. So 
I just like I think of things like on our group me page when people have prayer requests. We have a group me thing that where all of our members are on. If you're not on there, get with me, we'll get you on there. But they put prayer requests out there and we had the whole all of our members praying that night over whatever's going on that day. So it's pretty cool to have a community based off that. And we hadn't even really listed these values out, but it's I think it's just something that you you kind of it's kind of like CrossFit in itself has like a self weeding out process. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, people that if you're not a hard worker at all, you don't like hard work at all. If you're real negative all the time, I mean, you're just probably not gonna work out. Yeah. To be honest, I mean, you're not gonna go to our gym and everything. CrossFit's else. not. Unless you, mm-hmm. One of two things is gonna happen. You're either gonna have the humility change, or you're just not gonna. You're just gonna leave. We're just gonna weed you out. So there's kind of that, we get good people that come into it to start off with. But I think our community really kind of builds on these three core values without, without even us even talking about it already. Mm-hmm. I think it's already been grown up. So it's been a really cool experience. I think it's really something that these three values, I just want to, we'll probably end up putting it big on the wall somewhere. But we got shirts made and everything else to it just to kind of remind people of what we're all about and what we're trying to be and what we're trying to build the community to be. So it's very true. Like you're talking about the, the people that find and love CrossFit tend to agree with those core values. Anyways, like you said, you're, you're humbled because you got to be humble. Uh, if you're not, the workouts will very quickly humble you. (laughs) Um, you're hungry. You we're not a globo gym. You don't, most of the people I was telling somebody this the other day, actually, you don't show up to our gym and go, I really don't want to be here. I mean, there are people that do, but they still show up because deep down they do love that suck a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the holy part, uh, we are lucky enough to be able to express that and share that with our members and, and not offend anybody. Nobody take offense to it. You know, if it's for them, they take it. And if it's not, they leave it. And, you know, we're lucky enough to be able to, to exemplify that out because, you know, surprisingly enough, I've looked a lot. Um, there's not a ton of faith-based stuff for CrossFitters. Mm-hmm. There's like one organization that I know of, and they're actually based in Houston. But it's it's nice to just be able to share that, know that also from that breeds our community and family atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not the gym where it's blaring cuss words out and you got to worry about whether or not your kid's there and hearing it and people screaming at one another, you know, unless it's to finish a workout. <laughs> but it is definitely a, a team environment and a family environment. Anything else you want to touch back on those? That's pretty much the three things. Humble, hungry, holy. Triple alliteration. Driving force of Bellhouse. You're going to get a tattooed on you? Tattooed, yeah. Hey, right I on. was like, I was thinking of the next tattoo, or not say next tattoo. I've never had one tattoo. I was like. But I want a tattoo. Maybe that would be a good one, maybe. It's right on your neck. Huh? Right on your neck. I was thinking on my forehead. Well, I don't know about all that. No? That would probably hurt. That would probably hurt. I can, you get it on your forehead, I'll get a hairline tattooed on my head. Heck yeah. Heck Yeah. <laughs> This conversation went downhill real Sorry. quick. Sorry about that. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So next, um, one thing Chris and I wanted to touch on, uh, we're not going to spend a ton of time on it today. Next couple of podcasts, um, we'll really get in depth on it. But one of our members um, got rhabdo, which is short for a longer word that I don't know how to say. Look it but, <laughs> I, knew it, I knew it the other day, but it's you got to really like think about what it said. We're professionals here. You know, we we look things up. We look things up during the podcast. Oh, can you come over here and say that? 
Rhabdo is short for rhabdomyolysis. I guess we got the nurse in the we got the nurse in the house. She could be making up words. We don't know. We're not. We don't have degrees. We've uh, I've heard of rhabdo before. Definitely, it's it's at it's been at other gyms that I've been to or been around. Um, It's unfortunately it's got a little bit of a rap with CrossFit. Uh, So background on that, right quick for those of you who don't know. Because don't listen to the podcast and go Google CrossFit and Rabdo because you're going to get all kinds of articles. A little bit of backstory. CrossFit started like in early 2000s, like 2002 as a company. Um, you know, it's high, it's high intensity functional movement is what it is. Well, if you go back and watch like 2003, 2004, 2005, like old school CrossFit videos, those people were animals. And there were some cases of people actually getting Rabdo from the CrossFit workouts, some of the sports organizations back in like 2009, 2011 started like kind of bashing CrossFit. You're going to get rhabdo guaranteed, you know, and that was kind of the mindset when I started in 2014, like that was a very common thing that you would hear. People would say, Oh man, CrossFit, you're going to get rhabdo. People had no clue what rhabdo was. All they knew is somebody said somewhere or online, they read that CrossFitters get rhabdo. So that's a short history of rhabdo and CrossFit related. Just a, a brief thing of what rhabdo really is. Rhabdo is the uh, it's a rapid breakdown of muscle tissue, and it basically uh, re- that muscle tissue and the proteins get into the blood, and they start causing um, kidney issues. But your, blood, your body cannot what, process what, it. What causes it is um, high intensity training. Most of the time, it's done through basically when you take long breaks, like. The lockdown that we had. COVID. COVID. If you did nothing for, for COVID, and then you, you try to come to a workout and you just crush it, um, that's where it starts increasing your chances of getting something. So what I would recommend just to people that are coming back into it, people that are just now starting, everything else, is just to kind of... Be humble. Know your limit. Be humble. Yeah. Know your limits. Um, and then really just take it easy coming into it, especially for the first, I would say, month. First month, take it easy. Just because you're strong enough to get the weight doesn't mean you need to do it. Okay, so just taking easy, moving, getting the sweat on, everything else. Then a month into it, if you want to start increasing the weight, increasing the intensity, by all means. I think intensity is the shortcut to, prog- to progression, to progress. I mean, that is that is the, the magic pill is, is intensity. But it needs to be done with good mechanics, which is another reason why you should go with a lighter weight, especially starting off in your first month. And... Getting just the the those little small stabilizer muscles and stuff that you need to really attack the workout later on. So that's what we're going to talk. That's we'll, we'll talk a little bit more in depth in that. We'll probably get get her out here and do a podcast with us. She'll actually talk about her experience, uh, how she felt, what um what are some of the symptoms that she saw. We'll talk about her recovery process. She's getting back into it, so she's she's fired up. It's going to be a little bit before. She can get back in and uh, really start working out again. It's probably going to be about a month before she could probably start working out. It'd be a light workout, and then it'll probably be another maybe month before she's able to get fully back into it. But we'll be able to track that progress. We'll be able to learn a lot from it, which would be a really good thing. We'll be able to help prevent it from happening to any any one of our other of our members again. So yeah, it'd be good education piece. Yeah, it's not. Well, it's not something to fear, but it is something that does exist and is real. Absolutely. You know, so it is something to take serious, but it's not like every time you show up, you should worry about getting rhabdo. Yep. And then, um, so. But it's definitely something that you can keep in your prayers for, for her as, as she, as she comes through this and 
get stronger on the other side of it. So cool. Anything else? Nah, man. We are gonna move on to the quote oh, for today. The quote to end it. Yeah, the quote, which actually ties into our topic of core values today. Let's hear it. So today's quote is brought to you by Zig Ziglar. And he it, he said, what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. You want to explain that one? Here's your quote. In layman's terms, what that means is it's not about the end result. It's about who you become during the process. You know, T- ties in line to that hunger. Yeah. It's uh, you got to have that when you really fall in love with the process versus the end goal, you really, you, that's where you really grow stronger. That's where you really like, uh, it, it wouldn't be worth it as much if I just took a pill and all of a sudden I'm buff and shredded and got crazy fitness, mm-hmm. but going to the gym every day, what I learned from it, what I'll get the, the, the struggles that you have to go through, the overall mindset that you gain from it. That's the, that's what you, that's what it's really the important part of yeah. And you know, I'll use Debo and, I'm going to, I'm going to speak for him. These are not Debo's words and Debo did not tell me this, but you know, it's the same thing that, that weight loss, you know, he learned about where his limits are, his nutrition, you know, what he could be eating and what he couldn't and what it would affect and what it didn't, you know, ultimately his, he met his goal and it's to get in an extra large shirt. But I guarantee you, if you asked him, if you asked him about his goal, he's not going to say, yeah, look, I fit an extra large shirt and stop there. He's going to go into the explanation of what he learned over that process. Absolutely. And that's, that's the big thing, you know, and that's, like I said, that's why it tied back to the core value. So one more time, it is what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. Love it. It's a great one. All right, guys. You got anything else? I think that is it. I want to thank uh, Chris and Katie for the Texas pecan coffee that I got to have while we were here. Chris was slurping on it beforehand. We had to cut it out. It did. It was loud and disturbed and distracting. He, he drinks his black though, which is weird. I got to put my hazelnut creamer in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Until episode three. Thanks for listening. Yep. Bye, guys.